Hold on a minute. Court is there. Me why I got caught in the draw and I ragdolled it out. So if that's the first thing you hear is sound cuts across your, your head. I'm very sorry about that. Um, well, another week of Cow Daily. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, this week, we well, today we're going to be talking about Bannon, Trump, RFK Jr. And of course, the ubiquitous Russell Brand. Um, what else we're talking about? AI's perfect image of beauty and also train chaos and also whatever you want to talk about in the comments as well. I see you are arriving. I see a comment and nice to see you pop up. Let me know where you are and who you are and what you're doing and all of them things. But I think what I will do, because it's been a run around this morning, is just start off in the right way, which is this way. Just need a drink, really. Don't want to leave the audio people hanging. Also, it's very good to like cut out any kind of swearing potential. Bob Grady pointed this out recently. If you run the music early doors in the first five minutes, there's far less chance of getting booted by YouTube for swearing like a normal gated person. Oh man, water's lush, isn't it? Seriously though, isn't it? It's just the best drink. <laughs> like people like, do you remember at school when people you were drinking water, right? People were like, look at you, man. You homosexual slur. Look at you drinking water. Why not drink this can of Coke instead and rot, rot your entire existence? And we did. Barely drank water for the first 25 years of my life, apart from a rave. But anyway, that's enough from Tony Hart's The Gallery. Swear to God, it reminds of that music. I haven't even looked into it since I said it last week, and I bet you it's not like it. But it just feels like it fits. Tony Hart's The Gallery. Loads of like moody pictures from somebody five and three quarters, which were crap. Anyway, who's in the comments? Good morning. Oh, big up Snide, man. Nice one. Um, follow Snide. Snide's a top lad, right? And he's in China. And um, we got on each other. There's a whole story about it. I actually posted about it, like which was a weird synchronicity. But Snide's a good lad. He's from the Northeast. And he does your trainers on um, all the platforms. But uh, shouts to shouts to Snide. And um, really enjoyed your Run the Jewels Nike trainers review. It was really good. So anyway, who's in? Morning, Zoe. She's in. Leon's been in from the start with the cow emoji. Jacqueline's in. Good morning. Snide, hello from China. Good morning, Duncan. Good people, you're all good. I've timed this car charging session perfectly. Well done, sir. That's a really good thing to do. Jez Hunt, always in. Indeed, it was calming music. It's a wonder, a bit of Ravi Shankar-inspired. It's like the lift music version of Ravi Shankar at Woodstock. Jacqueline Stern comes from the state of our water system. You're very brave. Duncan's clearly been having a swim. But that also shows me that I don't get all the comments here. Weird. Jojo's about. Nice to see you, pal. Pod. Like I, I really like the fact you've got a YouTube channel. It's Pod. <laughs> it's a cool name. Nice to see you, Pod. Always a pleasure. 
right in the time honored tradition if you want to go to patrun.com forward slash cow daily that's patreon.com forward slash cow daily link also in the description down below if you want to make a one-off contribution to our work right let's get into it after i've had this drink pure thirst today like not in a kind of like thirsting for the sex just thirst for the drinks Today's um, herbal tea is lemon balm, but I've put a ginger bag in there. I don't know if that's like crossing the beams like on Ghostbusters. We'll find out if Slimer turns up. Anyway, do you want to know about why Russell Brand continues to be an absolute raj? I'm going to say this to you, right? I've got 10 seconds to go. <laughs> but I'm going to say this to you, right? I'm going to make a prediction. Mystic cow hat on. Russell Brand is weeks, weeks away from a, an endorsement of Donald Trump. And in some respect, here's why. And honestly, it, you, the thing is, it's very on brand for Brand to just like endorse mad people. Ed Miliband for one. I mean, yeah. But this one will be a massive jump from his so-called anti-establishment credentials. People know that we've done... Just go back to the previous Russell Brand videos if you want to know about Peter Thiel, Rumble, Brand taking seven million off them, not criticizing that part of the establishment. Brand is very much controlled opposition within the Thiel, Bannon, Rog Stone, who I have said before, I, I believe is behind QAnon, or at least um one of the figures behind QAnon. QAnon being um what it really is, which is a mechanism to like puppet lots of different people um that faction knew that they couldn't um like install who they wanted to install unless they kind of compromised the the left and one of the ways in they found to do that was through um sort of the the, the crystals kind of scene because within that scene there's some absolutely lovely people but it not half draws some narcissists in like, do you remember when you were young and you, you thought like hippies were all cool and sound and then you get older and you realize that they're just like any other group of people and there's some right bastards. Well, let us explore the layers of the gallery as we bring these slides to the screen and share information. Just bear with us though, because for whatever reason, they're not in the studio Cheers to StreamYard for doing me like that again while we're on the live, but never mind. Not a problem. This is what we do. So um, basically, Brand, I must apologize for the amount of drinking I'm doing here, but I'm just so thirsty, man. It's like absolutely on a mad one. But that's, that's how I, I don't want to die, you know? Like every, do you know what it is, right? Since we started this, like everything has been kicked out of the um of the stream, which is bloody weird, really. I don't know why that is. Since we literally since we started talking, I spend like ages like setting all this stuff up, right? Simply so it won't like autoplay when you put it in and everything. Just doesn't bother, doesn't care. Anyway, brah 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 Steve Bannon. That man, again, spent months encouraging anti-vaccine poster boy Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to challenge President Biden for the Democratic nomination in the 2024 presidential election, according to a report. 
CBS News reporter Robert Costa reports that people familiar with the matter said Bannon hoped RFK Jr. could serve as both a useful chaos agent in the election, whilst also helpfully stoking anti-vaccine sentiment around the country. So this article was from the Daily Beast um, a couple of years ago. So obviously it was when like the whole anti-vax sort of thing was being used as a political football to divide people further um, and drag these sort of spiritual people because you know it is there's people like weren't allowed at the time to talk about their health concerns and then that was just like exacerbated by conspiracy theory um because it's not even really like the conspiracy theories are being used as a lever to like move people in a certain way we'll unpack this as we go along trust me so here we go so RFK Jr. and Roger Stone, Roger Stone, personally, I believe, is one of the figures behind QAnon, as I've said. Stone has suggested that RFK Jr., who is currently runs a Democrat and holds some progressive views, should form a ticket with former President Donald Trump. What? Uh, what? For the 2024 presidential election. Stone, like Bannon, appears to see value in RFK Jr.'s anti-vaccine stance and his general critique of government overreach and corruption. According to Stone, Trump and Kennedy were formerly good friends and they could be interested in, in a political pact. Well, but I am um, ostensibly the Kennedys of like basically Democrat DNA, going back to the, the guy who um, got done with the back and to the left. So Trump, unity ticket with him. I mean, like, look, it doesn't mean people have to stay like Democrats and whatever. And I just need to be a great pains. Fuck them all, Biden included. Like people get it all twisted because they're so atomized in these different, like, well, they're being puppet mastered, aren't they? What we need to be doing is getting outside of all of that. People who are caping for, um, like, let's call them brand talking points because he's just saying what they want him to say. People who cape it up for that are generally doing it because they've like had a history of liking somebody and when they become a complete fucking shell, it's really hard for people to um to accept that. I, I I would I would say, particularly when a lot of people define their whole personality around this kind of shit. Like, you know, you know the you know the type of people who are just at every festival uh, and 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 which is completely fucking fine, do you? But like it's the the weaponizing we had this on the on our page this morning about something that was completely nothing to do with any of these things the anti-vax stuff and all that and they'll pop up and start talking about it and it's like dude we're talking about trains and shit do you know what i mean <laughs> it's like well, we'll be talking about trains later on in this show actually so like I, d I don't really know what to do with that it's like I was so shocked when like, I was away for a year getting better, right? Come back, one of the first things I've said, and I've said this so many times, wrote about clinically extremely vulnerable people, thinking that nice, lovely group of people wrapped around Milk the Cow would just be like, yeah, totally. About 50-50 split of people like, fuck clinically vulnerable people. And I was shocked. So that's what's got me like going down this road. And I was thinking, like, I was talking to people too, and in some respects, like, I wish I wasn't ill during that time, which is not to say that, like, uh, you know, our influence could de-radicalize the world. Um, but I definitely think um, it would have been an important thing to involve ourselves in, that that whole discourse, because there's some people who are just, like, lost. They're never coming back. 
they, they're never coming back from the depths of all this stuff. Um, and they're being aided and abetted by controlled shills. <laughs> and um, it's one of the most morally reprehensible things I think I've ever witnessed. I, like, I just can't believe brand. Like, But anyway, carrying on. So anyway, there's this whole thing about agents of chaos, as, we, as we've said. So this is from the San Francisco Chronicle. And it was referenced to Elon Musk in this case, who I believe to be part of that entire thing and i mean look he set up paypal with peter thiel who's part of this whole milieu so musk is an agent of chaos in terms of the social media side because what they're trying to do is um, bring disruptors into these various sectors politics of course social media to aid and abet the politics and it's under the guise of freedom of speech when it comes to election time come on musk isn't going to be like amplifying um like everybody without fear or favor. Have you seen his post in history? We've got a real problem. So anyway, the agent of chaos archetype is one that humans have been drawn to throughout the ages. The character appears in mythologies, folklore, and religions around the world. From the coyote, it tricks the character who frequents Native American tales to Anansi the spider, which originates from the Shanti people of Ghana. So as we can see, somebody who comes along to just mess things up like change the established order of all things rfk jr being said as one of them so let's have a quick uh deke side at this video here of rfk it's from clandestine at war clandestine on twitter he says very interesting rfk jr speaks on securing the border but the juicy part is that he is no longer denying the possibility of joining I've done a bubble there, hold two seconds. I've joined another ticket as vice president. He now phrases at there is no plan B. I hope RFK Jr. will consider it when the Democratic National Convention screw him over in the primary. Um, probably going to happen in that way, you would say, but like will potentially take enough um, potential Democrat voters off the top. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not keeping it up for the Democrats. I hope they all lose. But I, I'm, what I'm doing is just like um, talking about politics and the political landscape. I don't believe in any of these people. Like, and I don't think you should either. So anyway, this is um, your boy RFK telling you all about it. See you in a bit. Criticize President Biden for not closing the border. In a Kennedy administration, what would your short-term and long-term strategy look like I, in a I, nutshell? I will make the border impervious. The, the fact that that border has been open has created a humanitarian crisis <clears throat> on the border. And for for the sake of every, you know, for the sake of the, the integrity of our country, you can't have a country where there's just an open border where people are flowing in. I would I would widen um the uh increase the immigration quotas and bring people into this country bring more people into this country legally but uh, we we have to stop illegal immigration we can't have hundreds of thousands or millions of people streaming across the border and uh and and competing with american workers and uh and burdening our our um you know the, the social service systems and cities all over the country you, it's just not a good policy if you don't win the Democratic primary, will you go on to support the nominee of the party or would you consider running as a third party candidate or even joining the other side? My plan is to win the Democratic nomination. So there we go. Hold on a minute. 
was oh shit, this stopped. Having a mare the day, like, but never mind. We'll carry on. And if on. you don't, I don't have a plan B. So as we've said there, two seconds. Just I'll just pull this back up. Jesus. Right, so um, it's now phrasing it as there's no plan B. So the top and bottom it is, right? <coughs> just bear with us. I just want to point to my out, actually. I'm uh, get, again quite un- unwell, which is weird. I don't know if you are, like, I'll come back to this in a minute. But I don't know if you are, are you getting this thing where your just sinuses are all like mashed up for weeks? I've read recently that it can be like you get asymptomatic COVID and. Um, it doesn't pop up until weeks later. So I'm going to take a test today. I took one the other week because I was feeling like this and it didn't show up. But apparently they're saying these new strains that aren't being um, tracked could cause this. And um, I'm concerned about that because I really, really don't want to get ill again. But here we are back in the house. What's the comments saying here? Um JC, know that one. Nice to see you more and all in work, but trying to keep up with things. Hope everybody's having a lovely day. Right back at you. It goes on to say nearly all conspiracy theories are pipelines to the right wing. As for Russell Brand, he's Joe Rogan for lukewarm lefties, like I've said before. Not a bad one. Nice Bill Hill Hicks reference back into the left. So all, all that Kennedy needs to be known as. Back into the left. The fact that there are so many people suffering from long COVID in the UK could be as a result of people thinking, fuck the clinically vulnerable. Um, I think so too. And also, as we're going to show later on with the trains, um, yeah, stick around for that one. Absolutely mad what's happened in the last 24 hours. Just what? What are you doing? So anyway, further adventures in the Hell Cave. That is the Bannon World Order. So for, uh, in terms of agent of chaos, it says anarchy upset the established order and everything becomes chaos. I'm an agent of chaos and you know the thing about chaos. And that is a quote from The Dark Knight Returns. And on the picture on the screen is the Joker with I'm an agent of chaos. And it looks like one of those memes that people who dress up like they're on Peaky Blinders and go to the races would post, which obviously, you know, um, <laughs> it's going to fit in lovely with them, all this stuff in it. But pop cultural stuff, very much part of it. Here's Steve, at Steve Bannon News. This is not um, Bannon's Twitter account itself. What This from New York Post. Biden's a fool to ignore the RFK Jr. challenge. The Kennedy challenge to the Biden regime is 10 times more serious than the Keebler Elves challenge to President Trump. That's why I never rule out the possibility of a union unity ticket. These have been on about this for a while. Um Brand comes into this, as I've said, because he's being paid by these to spread the, the crap that they want him to spread, whilst not um, pointing their finger at their version of the establishment. It's just like basically re- rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic and different billionaire factions going against different billionaire factions. As I've said many times, if they're attacked from the outside, they'll turn outwardly back each other. And then when the threat's neutralized, like Corbyn, turn back around and fight each other for supremacy because they feel like that's what they're born to do. Tommy, reminder that RFK Jr. is a Republican mole. Trump should keep finding these polls and sharing, then voting for him so you know exactly whom not to vote for. So they're going around fixing those different things. Um, They do have like a complete network of this type of stuff where they'll proliferate these um, talking points and 
they're so much on strings, this QAnon sort of conspiritualist mob that just, you see it, it just proliferates. And then obviously there's a like, gang of bots and all that to back it up. So it, it's about shaping conversation and shaping the narrative and obviously moving people towards this um, ticket, which is a so-called unity ticket. Anyway, here's Brand recently. Um, you asked, we listen, joined on this week's big conversation is 2024 presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I'm telling you, man, this guy is so close to like endorsing some kind. I think what will make it palatable and what he can use his wordsmithery to get around any kind of dissent in his following is, oh, it's a unity ticket. Look, we've got uh, the guy who I've been telling you that's like not a problem, Kennedy Jr. And I get the get it, grab it by the pussy thing, but. It's fine because he neutralizes that, and we've just got to put that to the side. And I'm just seriously cannot wait until he starts on because it will be so surreal. And what will also be surreal is the people who just hang off his every word, just going, "Yeah, Trump's fine now." <laughs> it's going to be mint. So anyway, just leave you with this. This is um, the worldview, and it's based on a variety of different things, but there's a book called The Fourth Turning. So this is from the New York Times, uh, Bannon's worldview dissecting the message of the fourth turning. What does it mean? So according to the authors, the fourth turn is a crisis. This is an era of destruction, often involving war or revolution, in which institutional life is destroyed and rebuilt in response to a perceived threat to the nation's survival. Onwards. So examples of earlier fourth turns include the Civil War in the 1860s and the American Revolution in the 1770s, both periods of momentous crisis when the identity of the nation hung in the balance. And here's a copy of the book, The Fourth Turning, an American Prophecy, What the Cycles of History Tell Us About America's Next Rendezvous with Destiny. It's basically a Bible for total and utter rotters, chaps. Um, I haven't got time to go more into the fourth turn and whatever today, but I just want to present the basis for a lot of these people's worldview. And as ever, it's always an encouragement to find out things for yourself. And if you find out things, um, let me know because I'll want to know because obviously, like, you know, we're going through a few different topics and it's important because I've got the capacity of time to do it all. Pod is saying, wait till they start using AI to manipulate us. Even the smartest people won't even realize it. Completely true. Absolutely true. And to be honest, they're probably doing it already. Um, I mean, then I have seen what went on with bots and whatever. It's already industrial scale and it's about to get absolutely mad, which is why I would encourage everybody, if you can, to learn about AI and maybe you've got half a chance of navigating what's to come because it's imminent, it's upon me, it's here, it's happening. So anyway, the trains, chaps, what the bloody hell went on? So um, people who I know went to watch uh, Gates at Wembley yesterday, Gates at FC, against Halifax Town. So Kenny Toll on Twitter, this one last night, absolutely crazy scenes on LNER train in Newcastle, four trains worth of people on one. Some of my mates were on that train, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, some people were saying this to LNER, and I thought this was utterly disgraceful. So the LNER told a guy called Lee Foster to get off. He's saying, nobody on the train can move, let alone get to the door to disembark. Your staff loaded this train with three trains worth of passengers in a two and a half hour journey. He said it take nearly twice that. You did not have to get on the service, Lee, said LNER's operative. Lee, quite rightly, responded 10 p.m. in central London with a child. Are you taking the piss? 
I've heard so many stories of this. My mates, right, a couple of them, they're both still traveling back now and there's delays and cancellations already this morning. Um, there was people giving me grief when I posted about this before. Well, what do you expect them to do? What I expect them to do is like not underfund the entire thing so shareholders can have villas and second homes and speedboats and whatever else they, they buy. That's where I expect the, like the minimum expectation. I also expect um, like money from our rail system not to go to like subsidized like state-owned rail systems that own ours in other countries. That's the minimum expectation. I expect that the trains run on time. I expect that four trains don't end up on one. I expect that the customer service is better. I expect a hell of a lot more than this. And am I putting that on workers? Not necessarily, but there was like a few of them last night who were absolute dafties. British Transport Police can get in the absolute bin telling people just to like head north because they didn't want the problem. And that's just the thing. The country's riddled with people who just pass the book. And some people, I don't, I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them at all because they're not getting paid enough for this shit, but particularly um, amongst the cost of living. It's not the workers' fault. It's just, the, uh, yeah, you'll get the odd dickhead, like, but, you know, whatever. Most people are just trying to earn a living for their families, just like anybody else, trying to afford exorbitant train tickets so they can take their kids to the match. So there's at least a little bit of life amongst the drudge of trying to, like, afford to eat. So God knows how many people slapped that yesterday on a um, credit card or whatever. So they've got that to deal with. It's just fucking bullshit, man. Like people just wanting to like blame the person who spent an exorbitant amount of money. My pal, right? His Ben is a important hospital appointment at date, half past 12. Doesn't know where he's going to make it. They were supposed to get at 11 o'clock last night. They had to get off at Doncaster, right? And get a hotel. Like this, that lad there who was stuck in the central London at 10 o'clock at night, he didn't have anywhere to go or stay. Nobody did. Nobody cared. Like, that's the thing. I mean, either can claim back and all that. Can they claim back for a day off work? Like an extra day because they can't get into work. What about if they get a written warning? Are they, they going to compensate them for, for losing their, their job? And then whatever else that means after that, not being able to pay their bills. Fucking ridiculous, man. Absolutely and utterly look at this video right two seconds i'm just going to check it's on the screen for you yeah absolutely unreal this it's a little short video it's one of the uh the gateshead ladies players dion like, we're not going anywhere rammed in a train we're not going anywhere rammed in a train like we're not going anywhere that is madness Absolute madness and a half in it. Horrible. Like the, the 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 woman who was talking there, I don't know if it was Dion or not. Clearly nervous, clearly freaking out, and that is free, like obviously people around them are freaking out too. And there's people, there's still people trying to get on the bugger. <laughs> I mean, what do you even do about this? I needed to mention it though because my mates are like absolutely getting rinsed here. Think of it from a COVID perspective as well, right? The, the like what they're doing is they're, they're like ramming all these people on and then sticking them in a badly ventilated fart tube. I'd like to know like who's compensating people for being off work or being disabled or dying because they've been in an absolute COVID tube. And I'm just gonna like those people right on one of the Gateshead um, threads last week, and I do not give a shit if you come up to us at the match. Come, come.
were saying they were going anyway with COVID. They were saying they'd went to the Newcastle FA Cup final, whatever it was, the League Cup final, and they went with COVID. Grim. Fucking disgrace, man. Like, people are, are just going, oh, well, you know, we're supposed to go to work and all that, and, and da, da, da. What we need to be doing, and I know this might sound controversial to the terminally fucking lazy, right? And I didn't care if this sounds like Hector, and at this point, it's ridiculous, man. We kind of be like in this situation where the country's completely fucked and broken, and we've got like <laughs> a deadly virus running around. I can't even believe this is being said, and because I'm saying it, I'm laughing because you just know you're saying this, and there's people who'll be like, "What you're about is done." And just like people are so fucked up about COVID right now, it's mad. I mean, I'm falling in and out of <laughs> like <laughs> good graces with so many people at the minute. It's mad, but. I don't care. Truth. Truth always, man. There's the truth. Look at the fucking state of that, man. Look at it, man. I'm not talking about the train. I'm talking about all them lads having the same fucking haircut. <laughs> and I'm joking. They don't want to... Don't come up with a match and chin his boys. Um, but this was this morning. We made sentence, right? He got on the 7.30, right? It was delayed 10 to... Well, 10.39 three others have been cancelled oh but there's one on time there so just i bet you they just pile everybody on it's chaos man like who it's like so many people that i know just like saying they were scared and it was dangerous chaos absolute jokes so question i've got for you is what do we even do about this um i just don't get or understand what the what the problem is here but here we are so anyway Leave you with this. I've got some class news about ventilation and whatever. Um, it's not in the UK, but it's leverage that we could use elsewhere. And I'll detail it for you tomorrow, right? But um, I'm really chuffed about it. Proper chuffed. And it seems like it's from what I'm hearing, like that side of things is going in, in, in the right direction. Look, the existing laws already are there in the UK. So, you know, I'm hopeful. There's, there is hope to be had at the minute. And do you know why? Because... Like, you know, we've got off our ass, you, me, everybody, and actually forced this issue. Like, I've got no time for, like, campaigning explainers who, in 2023, like, softly, softly, catchy monkey. It's never worked. How about, like, fuck that and getting straight into people? Because we haven't tried that, so it seems to be working. Funny that. So anyway, AI. <laughs> this is mad, this, right? So let's pull this up for you. And here we are. AI creates the perfect images of the perfect man and woman. I wonder what they look like. Let's have a look. Ah. Right, who is this? The Eating Disorder Awareness Group warns the results are largely unrealistic, adding that AI's collection of social media-inspired images are far more sexually charged than those based on everything else it has found on the World Wide Web. Interesting. Oh, you mean they're white? <laughs> Look at the state of this man. It's nice to see that they're dealt through my old family album from when I had hair. But in all seriousness, right? Talking about the bloke, right? He must have, I mean, I know it's AI-generated image, but it's based on a composite scan of what people like linger their gaze on when they're looking online. 
So, well, it says it is. I mean, it could easily be another bit of like clandestino um, white supremacy shit. Oh, it's white people who are the beautiful ones. But anyway, he looks like that uh, horse-faced one that from the Backstreet Boys, but like more jacked. Like those veins and whatever, right? You'd have to be living in a gym if you were trying to do that natural like. And also he's so sucked in. It's like, I don't think people realize that when people get these pictures taken, they're virtually at death's door. Look at weight cuts and things like that. This lad is like 7% or less body fat. Like, if you've ever been down to that, if you've ever trained for anything or like that, you don't necessarily feel healthy and you're only really at that weight for competitions and things. Um, You don't walk around like that sucked in and without water. It's deeply unhealthy. But yet, this is the thing that people seem to be thinking is the optimum, well, not people, AI. But it's based on what people look at. So strangely, the Bulimia Project looked into this. So what it says here, artificial intelligence has produced its idea of what the ideal man and woman look like. Excuse me. Um, based on social media data and results on the World Wide Web. That's mad. It's like hello the nineties called and wants its terms back. WWW, nobody even does that. The AI images of men and women were created through engagement analytics on social media using tools to look at billions of images of people. The Bulimia Project and Eating Disorder Awareness Group monitored the findings and warned the results are largely unrealistic in their depiction of body types. Said the images of women tend to have a bias towards blonde hair, brown eyes, and olive skin. Well, for men, there was a bias towards brown hair, brown eyes, and olive skin. They also found that AI's collection of socially, social media-inspired images were far more sexually charged than those based on everything else it found on the World Wide Web. The study also showed that there was some variation between body preferences for men and women. Look at the plight of him, man. Like, you don't even want to... Do you even, does anybody even want to look like that? Because, like, as I say, it might, to some people, look... It's just, like, unrealistic. I mean, it looks like a drone because it is, but again, it's a composite drone of what people find apparently attractive. Do you really find this attractive? Like, like I don't at all, at all. I mean, strangely enough, right? I, like, is it from the, the female perspective, right? I watched that Anna Nicole Smith documentary with my partner the other night. Just sometimes I like to throw some shit on, do you know what I mean? And um, I just don't get why people find her attractive and hold that kind of thing like the pneumatic blonde i just don't find that attractive at all um obviously because it's also coupled with us like with her with a certain kind of personality which i just like that whole like calling your partner daddy and oh man it's just deeply deeply troublesome shit that like but i i digress like i just i just don't like for me it's not even really like necessarily about looks because like we all lose with fucking looks we all change it's about like the heart of somebody like look the top moment is if you if we get ill like certain people are not going to mop with brows like the people have got that whole criteria for like um selecting a partner shall we say like completely and utterly fucked it's mad but anyway Let's see what else they've got to say. So anyway, the images generated the perfect female body according to social media in 2023 featured tanned and Caucasian looking women with slim figures and small waist. For women, 37% of the AI generated images include blonde hair, while 53% of the images include women with olive skin. 
Images of the perfect male body featured mostly men with a six-pack wearing tight t-shirt. Images were created using the AI ge image generators DAL E2, Stable Diffusion, and Mid Journey. For men, 67% of the AI-generated images included brown hair and 63% olive skin. The Believe Me project then asked AI to share its perspective based on images from across the internet. So we've got like somebody with impossibly blue eyes and on the right, a woman who looks a bit Spanish. So for the perfect woman, or well, traditionally Spanish or whatever. So for the perfect woman in 2023, AI generated images of women, mainly with brown eyes, brown hair, and tan skin. For men with the same prompt, it produced images of men with facial hair, predominantly with brown eyes and hair. The Blumia project said, considering that social media uses algorithms based on which content gets the most lingering eyes, it's easy to guess why AI's renderings would come out more sexualized. But we can only assume that the reason AI came up with so many oddly shaped versions of the physiques it found on social media is that these platforms promote unrealistic body types to begin with. So it's an algorithm problem, is it? Not somebody lingering because they're having one off the wrist. That can be true of flicking the bean or pulling the pud. We're an equal opportunities set of wankers here. So that's mad, isn't it? And it's strange how like it's just always like white people <laughs> so it's just like oh it just throws this up doesn't it mad man just like just this whole orthodoxy um and again if the bulimia project are saying that the uh, the algorithms of social media are serving up a certain kind of type i want to know is that program to do it that way or is it just like completely um about the individual like i, I don't know but maybe you do who knows? See what you're saying before we head off into a day. Ian Parawala, nice one, was a guest recently. Um, check out his wonderful work um, he does with water in Nepal. Um, he's saying, well, that makes Indian trains look quiet. Indeed. Um, Jacqueline is saying, I think that's why they do something horrible to Corbyn every once in a while, so we're manipulating to focus on Corbyn instead of socialism. I feel like well, she'd been heard in the pen. I think you're absolutely right. And I think um, it is, look, it's absolutely part of this whole thing, smashed down on any kind of dissent. And I mean, we've seen what occurred and we've seen what's continuing to occur to Corbyn, which is why I'll always um, try and defend him on these things. Um, obviously, you know, I'll criticize him on other things, but that's part of a, a balanced diet for the brain, everybody. Join, join, eat vegetables and meat. Have a plate of truth. <laughs> David Brent in the area. Jacqueline goes on to say, people go to football match with the COVID, then I can just see the Tories saying, well, if you're well enough to go to the football COVID, you're well enough to go to work. That's the thing, you're right, but even that narrative isn't in play because the taboo is very, 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 very strong. Like, seriously, I'm just acted in a normal way based on the information at hand. But, like... I don't really know very many people wrapped around us all in wider society who they just go, fuck it. And I don't even think it's like giving up. A lot of people need to go out and earn money. But what I'm going to say to you is, is this, like take if you want to take your hourly rate over the course of um, your life, now take out a year being unwell, if you can actually afford to still pay for things when you're not getting looked after. That happened to me, happened to me twice, right? First time now to do with COVID, it was to do with uh, spinal surgery. And the second time, COVID, shingles, blah, blah, blah. Talk about load. Two times a year. So I'm self-employed. What do you think that did to me money? 
Now times that by millions of people, society just collapses. I wasn't spending money. I didn't, I didn't have money. So like, that's not like creating jobs. That's not like, um, like getting more tax into the treasury from the workers that I'm paying to do, do goods or services. You see times that by millions. Now last week, two and a half million people are in on sickness benefits because of a variety of reasons, but um, it's went up to 2.5 million from 1.9 million and um, COVID's just been like completely, I mean, it's just mad how it's just like, we've just been through two years of absolute, more of absolute shit. Well, basically under house arrest and people are just not factoring any of this in as being in any way responsible for what's going on. And we've got all these Tories on that, like talk TVs and the GB newsers again, part of this whole Bannon Melu, just like saying it, going for the whole work shy thing again. It's mad, man. <laughs> it's just mad, the world. But like, here we are. Let's turn up every day and talk about it. Jez says, Why does he look like a slim man climbing up a muscly man's body? Because that's the thing, man. And it's like the thin waist, like wider torso thing. It's just fucking nuts, isn't it? So that's the day, chaps. I'm going off um, and my partner's away again. Um, scrappy, like it's a combination of Scrappy needing to be near the vet and um, my partner's mother's birthday and her family f- coming around that and whatever. And I need to continue working. So I'm here for a week on my Jack Jones. So I will warn you, like, I get bored chaos tends to ensue i'm probably <laughs> i'm fucking gonna try really hard not to start loads of kickoffs with people and just generally that kind of carry on because um as funny as it can be and it does have a point to it it's not just done it's not done for a laugh and I, I, i'm really pleased to see the desired um outcome that we we're looking for from being a bit more on the eggs and challenging people is starting to happen Sometimes we do need agents of chaos and they don't always have to be bad. That's a really nice way to tie up the loose ends, isn't it? And also thanks everybody for being here today. Um, and I was like, just at a like moderately random time today. It was just pulling this together. It was tough, man. Cause I'm just very tired, but thank you very much, everybody. Um, and just, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm um, going to go wake up and just, have another brew and slap myself about the head and hopefully get some fresh air and that haven't been off my walk this morning either and like i just like it's the first day i get up at sunrise right and i walk my dog like between six and ten k depending on how i'm feeling every day right and my big dog the collie and uh this is the first day in a long time i just couldn't face it so that's why i'm gonna go off and take a test um because as i've said the latest news is that these um new escape variants um they're not showing up on these tests and why would they they're not optimized for any new variants because we're not tracking them um but i've heard that they do potentially show up a couple of weeks later so i'll be taking a test hopefully we'll be back tomorrow (laughs) but i'm absolutely not feeling like too great so you know apologies if i stumbled my words a couple of um a couple of moments in this i didn't know I'm just feeling really weird. So I'm going to get myself off, take a test, and we'll see where we're at. Much love. Prayers up for Scrappy. And uh, yeah, see you tomorrow. Fingers crossed. See you. <laughs>